Welcome to Women's Health, Wisdom, and Wine, a weekly conversation with practitioners, providers, patients, and healers about complex reproductive medicine and women's health challenges, the value of an integrative approach to these challenges, many of the women's health topics you're already thinking about but uncomfortable talking about, and my personal favorite, wine. I'm your host, Dr. Lorena White, an integrative reproductive medicine and women's health provider, licensed acupuncturist, clinical herbalist, and a former labor support doula in the Washington, D.C. metro area. My goal is to bring women's health-specific evidence and expertise to the forefront of daily women's health and wellness news through informative conversations. If you have ideas, questions, and specific topics that you would like us to cover in future podcast episodes, please leave them in the comment section or send us an email at info at To learn more about our team's approach to care, visit our website at www.larenawhite.com. As you enjoy the podcast, conversations, and wine time, remember to follow the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and tap on the bell to make sure you never miss an episode. Let us know what is your favorite topic, who has been your favorite guest, and who would you like to hear from on the next pod. Most importantly, share the podcast and your favorite episode with a friend or colleague. Lastly, remember that this podcast is not designed to be a substitute for a bona fide relationship with a licensed or certified healthcare professional. This month is Fertility Awareness Month. And as such, this nugget is going to be for pregnant women and those considering pregnancy. Pregnancy offers the chance to give a new human being the best possible start to a healthy life. It also creates special needs for a woman's body that dictate modification. So here are some projects that you can start and implement in your life to make sure you're giving your baby the best start. Find out about techniques of conscious conception and birth to increase the likelihood of a problem-free pregnancy and birth, as well as the production of an optimally healthy baby in all senses of the word. A good source of information is The Child of Your Dreams, Approaching Conception and Pregnancy with Inner Peace and Reverence for Life by Laura Archera Huxley and Pierre Ferrucci. Among other methods, these authors recommend that you and your mate talk regularly to the developing baby and play harmonious music to, to it through the abdominal wall. Consider the use of professional midwives to assist you in both pregnancy and delivery, and also a doula. I am a strong proponent of home birth, unmedicated, and midwife-assisted delivery. I also encourage the use of hospital birthing centers that welcome midwives and allow unmedicated childbirth in medical settings. Here's a time where I'd like to reemphasize that unmedicated and natural birth are not the same thing. However, most of the time when we're talking, that is what we mean, but a natural birth is any birth that happens from a womb. And that could be a transgender womb, that could be a womb, a C-section, that could be a womb that's vaginal delivery, that's a natural birth. An unnatural birth would be the opposite when you're delivering your birth out of your ear. Now that's unnatural. But any birth that comes from a womb is in essence by definition natural. Oftentimes we're talking about unmedicated when we mean unmedicated from pharmaceutical intervention or unmedicated um, or low intervention um, when we talk about things like forceps and other interventions that may interfere with the birthing process. Maintain the best possible general health. 
discontinued the use of all drugs prescribed and over-the-counter, medical or recreational, illegal or legal, unless your provider deems them to be necessary. The developing fetus is very vulnerable to pharmacological influences, especially during the first three months when organs are being formed. Even moderate amounts of alcohol and coffee can affect development. For the same reason, avoid herbal remedies as much as possible unless you're working with a clinical herbalist who has a special understanding of herbal therapy. Ask your doctor about the sweat bathing. I advise pregnant women against soaking in hot tubs, but I agree with finished positions that the moderate use of a sauna is not a problem in pregnancy. If you like to sweat bathe, talk the issue over with your physician or midwife. In terms of diet, protein needs are somewhat increased in pregnancy, but not as much as you would think. Do not feel compelled to drink milk or eat more meat unless you have a clear craving for such foods. Cravings are essentially a sign of deficiency. And if you have a well-balanced diet, more than likely you're already meeting those needs. In general, listen to your body and it will tell you what it needs. Avoid or reduce intake of strongly flavored foods and pungent spices like black pepper and mustard, for example. An interesting theory sees morning sickness as a protective reaction to minimize exposure of the embryo to potentially toxic agents that might cause developmental abnormalities. Pay attention to what makes you queasy and listen also to what your body tells you it does not want. Now, this is just a theory and more than likely it doesn't necessarily mean that your body is what you're giving your body is a toxin. However, it does mean that there are hormonal fluctuations that are occurring in your body that may be happening in a more rapid way than they usually do. And again, any hormonal fluctuation is going to affect gut health. If you do experience morning sickness, the safest remedy is the application of a wristband that stimulates an acupuncture point controlling nausea. You can also try taking ginger in the form of tea or capsules. It works and is safer than any other drug your doctor can prescribe. Be diligent about minimizing exposure to toxins from food and water. In the last month of pregnancy and first month of neonatal life, omega-3 fatty acids are rapidly incorporated into the brain of the baby. Be sure to include extra amounts of salmon, sardines, or flax seeds or supplemental fish oil into your diet during this period. The omega-3s you eat will pass into your breast milk. In terms of supplements, your doctor should be able to recommend a good prenatal vitamin and mineral supplement containing extra iron and calcium. Folate, not folic acid, is a B vitamin and is now known to boost fertility and prevent neural tube defects such as spina bifida, which is a serious abnormality in early fetal development. Unfortunately, by the time most women learn that they're pregnant, the critical period has already passed. A major source of folate is the cooked greens that we recommend. Another is orange juice. If you're contemplating pregnancy or think there isn't any possibility that you could get pregnant, for insurance, take a daily B-complex vitamin that supplements and it provides at least 400 micrograms of folate. Again, folate and folic acid are not the same. In specific situations, in certain, um, certain people who may have a deficiency in the enzyme necessary to make or break down folic acid, this could also be and essentially a poison. Your baby's teeth will be forming during the latter half of pregnancy. 
If you provide them with a low dose of fluoride during this period, the benefits for permanent dental health will be great. If you purify your drinking water or use bottled water, you will not be getting fluoride, even though your water supply contains it. Your provider can prescribe a liquid or tablet form of fluoride for use as a daily supplement and can tell you the correct dose, usually about one milligram a day. Continue the supplement while you are nursing. I am very aware of the controversy surrounding fluoride and fluoridation in public water supplies. As with most medical treatments, there are both both there are both risks and benefits here, which I believe to be dose related. In appropriate doses, the benefits of fluoride far outweigh the risks. Check the amount of vitamin C and E, mixed carotenoids and selenium provided in your prenatal vitamin and mineral supplement. Adjust this antioxidant formula so that you're not ingesting more than the recommended daily doses. Recommended daily doses are fine to continue during your pregnancy. In terms of exercise, your birth experience will be easier if you are in good physical condition and can use your voluntary muscles to assist uterine contractions during delivery. Some women runners and athletes have difficulty with this because the tone of their voluntary muscles is too high and they cannot relax enough to work in synchrony with the uterus. This is another reason to develop moderate, sensible habits of exercise. And for those high elite athletes and runners, seeing a pelvic floor physical therapist prior to delivery may be advisable. You can continue walking right up to your due date. It will help you maintain normal weight, digestion, and muscle tone throughout pregnancy. Stretching is also a good way to keep your muscles toned during pregnancy, even though you will have to modify your routine as your body contour changes. Prenatal yoga comes in great here. And if you have back pain in the later months, try a few sessions of chiropractic or osteopathic manipulative therapy or acupuncture or Thai yoga body work. In terms of mental and spiritual health, Breath work is an excellent preparation activity for childbirth. All systems of unmedicated childbirth stress breath control as the most important way to adjust to the pain of uterine contractions while keeping the mind and body in the right state during labor and delivery. Especially practice the relaxing breath. Exposing yourself to flowers, beauty, music, and art in order to uplift your spirits while you are pregnant affects the consciousness of your baby as well. The second stage of labor, in which the baby begins to traverse the birth canal, is marked by a profoundly altered state of consciousness, one that many women report to be a peak experience. This is one of the main reasons for preparing to deliver without the use of drugs that dull perception. You have an opportunity here for catching a glimpse of the threshold between the material and the spiritual world. Visualization therapy and hypnotherapy can be powerful tools to assist you during pregnancy and birth. If you have problems during pregnancy or feel you need help preparing for childbirth, find a therapist you feel comfortable working with who is skilled in these methods. They are harmless and can be remarkably effective even in one or two sessions. So here's an antidote. A client who three weeks before her due date did a session of hypnotherapy to ask the baby to come on time and to turn from its less than optimal posterior presentation. The baby did so within 20 minutes of the request and was born right on schedule. This is the stuff that magic is made of. So as you prepare for your pregnancy or if you're already pregnant, it's important now to be aware of your body, your mind, and your spirit and how they collectively work together 
to bring your baby into this world. Thanks for joining Women's Health Wisdom and Wine. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Think about one gem you can take away from this episode and apply it to your own life. Also, remember to follow us, review us, and give us five stars. Till we meet again, remember, nourish your flourish.